Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode, the very first episode of season three, the 2012 season of the Mistletoe Secret. I am the. Uh, still not getting better at that. Give me a second. You'll cut this, right? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, no, no. I am one of the people holding the Pikachu float at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, Trey Plutnicki. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I am uh, the stowaway who's hidden inside of the Pikachu float at the Macy's oh, Thanksgiving no. Day Parade, Daniel. I hope Kungle. you get enough air up there. I Jeez. don't. It's very dangerous. I shouldn't, <laughs> no. I shouldn't have done it. Well, and the reason why we bring up Thanksgiving is because this isn't really a... This is not a Christmas movie. This is well, some bullshit. Well, I mean, it is it, it is, and it isn't. It's about a Thanksgiving Day parade, but... And there is and there is Christmas spirit in that, because isn't the whole thing with, the, with, like, for example, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is, like, it is supposed to be a celebration of what's to come in the latter part of the year. Yeah, I think it's like a welcoming of the holiday season cuz I don't know I don't know how you'd celebrate historical Thanksgiving with a with a Pikachu float. Right, 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 right. Did you know um you know about what they used to do with balloons, right? With the giant caricature didn't balloons? They, I mean, they used didn't they used to let them go? They used to let them go, but then they would also offer cash rewards if you brought back the balloon. So they'd literally have these bands of like balloon hunters that would go out in the world to find these balloons. One of them landed, I think, in the Bronx in like the 30s or the 40s. And there was like almost a fist fight over it. There was like a massive tug of war. Well, I, I imagine that you need more than one person to bring back those balloons, right? I have to imagine. Even in the olden days, I have to imagine. Like you need a team. Okay, Daniel, picture this. Okay. Danny Ocean. Okay. Okay. Oceans, Oceans 25. Okay. You've skipped a lot of oceans in there, but okay. Yeah. The reason why it's 25 is because Christmas is on the 25th day. I, lo- I love it. Do they combine the casts of Oceans 13 and Oceans 8? Um, that only gets you to 21. We'd need to have uh, yeah, and then there's four, four more bonuses. actors. Yeah, four yeah, before and, those, and that way we could add some more MCU actors into the fold to get well, those two, numbers up. Two of the actors are us. You and I have joined. <laughs> yeah, who, would you, who would you be on Danny Ocean's crew? What would your role be? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, man. Da- oh, Daniel, that's a really good question. Because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have really a role in the original crew, you know. No, not that's in, not where my that's not, not my original skill crew. set. And the and the Ocean's Eight crew is so uh, tight. They got like everyone they need and nobody else. Yeah, yeah. They really trimmed the fat on that one. Yeah, I loved it. Um, <laughs> the budget budget shortages. So, but now we're on yeah, Ocean's tw- now we're on Ocean's Twenty Five. We have the combined uh-huh. crews, Danny Ocean's full crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forgot I forgot uh, the the sister's name in um, Ocean's Eight. I for, um I forgot who, who played it. Who played it? That was um, that was Sandra Bullock. Debbie. She was Debbie Ocean. Debbie Ocean. Of yeah. course, Sandra Bullock played. played Did you George have, have you not seen sister. Ocean's Eight? No, I haven't oh, seen Ocean's Eight. You should totally watch it's Ocean's Eight. It's so so good. Oh, um, it's really good. Yeah. So we got those two combined crews and also the two of us and two other people. Yeah, I'm trying to 
I'm trying. I'm really racking my brain to figure out uh, I what it, I would do. What I, would you do? What I, would you do? So this is the question: Is it us, like like Daniel and Trey, or is it? Are we just performing in it? I think we're like. Hold on. There's a spider. Oh my god, that's a honking spider. A right big spider, like a big one. Yeah. How Jesus big? Christ. I think it just crawled into the the outlet. That's his Did house. I I don't bother him. <clears throat> Yeah, it's like under my outlet. I mean, I want to save it. He's probably fine. He got in there. Yeah, but he's only. He's Danny Ocean. He's spying on you. He's making sure you can do the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want it to go under my desk and lay eggs, Daniel. No, that'd be that'd be spooky. Okay, one second. Okay. I'm gonna take off my headphones. Keep recording. Keep I'm recording. gonna keep recording. Yeah. One moment. Trey's taking off his headphones now, so he he like cannot hear me, and I can't I'm just hear you at I'm moment, he so he just said he can't hear me. I'm watching him no, with a cup and a and a paper towel <laughs> go for this spider. It's just in the worst spot, man. <laughs> I can't get it. I can't. It's, uh, let it go. It's just let it go. Spot. It's fine. I forgot he can't hear me. I'm gonna start reading the um the first couple of pages of my Hallmark script that I'm I'm writing. Uh, so it's called uh, Listening to Christmas. No, don't go behind the desk. Uh, so this is Listening to Christmas. Uh, fade in, interior, the Baltimore Gazette. We pan through the hustle and bustle of the main jumped. floor of the Baltimore Gazette. <laughs> Phones ringing constantly and dozens of people navigate, navigate and weave between a maze of desks and papers. We finally land on Jill, 25, sitting anxiously beside a large door with editor stamped across it. She watches the chaos unfold in front of her, taking it all in, slightly excited, slightly overwhelmed. After a beat, the door opens and a young man offers for her to enter. Interior, the Baltimore Gazette, editor's office, op, ooh, editor's office, continuous. She enters the office and the doors close behind. Much of the noise is drowned out. She sees a woman behind a large wood desk typing away at a computer. The woman looks at her briefly from over her glasses. Oh my this. god, I think the spider just jumped. Where'd it go? I, I completely <laughs> lost it. This is Samantha Fisher, editor. Samantha Fisher, you can sit whenever. Jill crosses, offering her hand. Samantha doesn't respond. Jill, it's such an honor to meet you, Miss Fisher. I've been a really big fan, Samantha Fisher. Jonathan said you had a story for me. Jill awkwardly sits, pulling out her laptop. Jill, I've been working on it for a few months now. Samantha holds out her hand without looking up. She continues to type with one hand. Jill hands her the now-open laptop. Samantha Fisher, this is everything? She reads over the okay. laptop, still I'm typing back, with back, her I'm other back. hand. Okay, cool. What are you doing? I'm reading my, my Hallmark movie script that I started to write. Oh, <laughs> No, I literally don't know where it went, and I'm afraid I'm going to find it at some point. I think if it was me on Danny Ocean's crew, uh-huh. like Daniel, I think I'd want to like train really hard and be like... The brute? like con- No, like control rats or something. Like control mice or spiders or something. Oh, interesting. Like an Ant-Man type guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly like an Ant-Man type guy. I think that's what I would want. I think I'd want to invent um, a special suit that lets me shrink down and communicate <laughs> with ants and other small insects. But that sucks because the other person I was going to suggest that joins the crew was Paul Rudd. I think Paul was Rudd. Was Scott Lang? Yeah. No, not Scott <laughs> like Lang. Actually, Scott Lang. Paul Rudd. <laughs> actor Paul Rudd. Um, yeah, I don't know who I'd be. But anyway, um, let's talk about this movie. Oh, anyway, I... When I said it, when I said Ocean's Twenty Five, uh, my theory is that it's Ocean's Twenty Five, and they find out like there's a reward for 
each of these balloons at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And they plot to track where each of those balloons lie so they could, like, essentially, like, outsmart their way to getting, like, $3 million or something oh, like that's that. that's kind of cool. Like, it's the big heist, and that's why... Because in, in Ocean's 8, they hint at Danny Ocean being dead or at least having, like, faked his death. Uh-huh. And, and that's why he comes out of retirement. It's the big score. Yeah. By getting the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade yeah. balloons. Trey, tell me yeah. about this. Tell me about this movie. Tell me about Love of the Love of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. You know, this um so this flick follow oh jeez, let me pull up the IMDB because I, I truly do not remember these characters' names. Emily, Emily. that's it. This 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 movie follows a, a woman named Emily, played by Autumn Reeser. And is the man Brian? Who's the man? Brian is her fiance. Henry is the finance guy. Gotcha. Um, so can we just agree <laughs> right off the bat, though, that Emily is our worst protagonist yet? I I, I don't think we disagree on that. I think this at least movie at the falls beginning. in. Yeah, this falls into like a confusing, weird gray area because we so the movie opens up. And I was like, oh, this is kind of refreshing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I felt a bit, like, I don't know, just seeing, like, the shots, the the song Chicago, Chicago. Is that the song? That is a exactly the town. song. Yeah, I keep singing about Chicago while we see stock footage <laughs> of Chicago. Yeah, it was kind of, but that was kind of nice. I kind of dug that. It let me know that we were in Chicago. So we follow Emily. And we don't meet Henry until, like, maybe 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah. But uh, who is the romantic interest? But Emily has a fi- a long, uh, a long-term boyfriend of five years. Five years. Named Brian. And Brian is away on a boat because <clears throat> he's a marine biologist, correct? Yeah. Yep. And so he is... He is... <laughs> he's on his boat... And they're, like, kind of cute. They're, like, doing long distance and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, this is a nice – this is going to be a nice story. It's just going to be about her. Uh, the There's not going to be, like, a romantic interest. And then I remember the title of the movie, Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I'm like, something's about, about to happen. <laughs> well, at first I'm like, oh, is it going to be about can the boyfriend make it to the parade? Because we find out that she right. is like the organizer of the parade, of the Chicago yeah. Thanksgiving Day Parade. And, I mean, I was I was thinking that too because I was like, I like Brian. Like, I was digging Brian. And yes. then, But then Emily meets Henry with her friend – Jacqueline? Is it her friend Jacqueline? Sure. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, yeah, they're it's two we, blonde she has two, women. Yeah, she has two blonde women friends who never meet or acknowledge no, never the meet. other. It's so yeah. it's strange. It's a weird, it's a little weird decision. Um, so, so Emily meets Henry, and Henry is a business boy. He is introduced to someone who is going to profit off of the thanksgiving day parade which is antithetical to emily's morals good god which think of like money versus christmas spirit i'll pass i i really liked this guy i was really interested in him i thought they did a really good job with he is very much introduced as a business boy but also you know he's there because the city hired him and i i wonder if you agree with me the first time we meet him is 
Emily is going to like her favorite bookstore, but it's being closed down. Yeah, and she's him. like, yeah, she's like, oh god, the, these business people come into the city and they tear down our monuments to normalcy and all these things. And Henry comes out and he's like, actually, this building is severely old and will fall it will collapse so i'm tearing it yeah. down and i'm going to turn it into a mark and so the, i'm like oh all right i mean that's sad for her but that's a that's a good reason to tear down a building see i i think i really liked i liked emily is the thing Interesting. and i and I, okay. I and i did think i did think the the writing wasn't bad in the beginning because it felt like Emily and Henry were just going to be friends. Because I'm like, Emily has a has a long-term five-year boyfriend. Like, what a what a ass disaster if they if like Emily and Henry end up like together. You know? Oh, but you I was must like, what known. like what kind of movie? What kind of movie is this going to be if Emily and Henry end up together? It's and I was like, Hallmark oh, maybe Hallmark. Movie. Yeah, maybe Emily and Henry are just going to dabble in in platonic friendship, and it's going to be great. But when they were when they met, I was like, "Oh no, oh no, 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 no!" Because I was like, "I like Brian. Brian's kind of cute. Like he's he has this cute little." I'm interested in the moment you turned on Brian. If you if you turned on Brian, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. So Emily and Henry, Emily finds out that Henry was hired to work for the Thanksgiving Day Parade as like a, as part of their monetization effort. Um, Emily is like, you're not even from here. <laughs> and Henry is like, test me. And then Emily goes, uh, if you're really from Chicago, name three things about Chicago. Like that sort of thing. When was oh. this building built? When did, when did yeah, this yeah, yeah, happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he has an, an encyclopedic knowledge of this city, which honestly like, I'd be like, like if, if somebody's like, oh, you're from New York? Tell me three that, like, like, when was the Chrysler building built? I'd be like, I, I, I don't know, but I, I, no I have idea. a, like, I could show you my driver's license. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Like, no idea. Like, I can prove it to you. Um, so, like, that was, that was pretty funny. And I, that was when I was like, all right, whatever. That happens. Uh, we, it gets to the point where, like, Brian, or not Brian, uh, Henry is giving Emily, like, relationship advice ish yeah right i liked that scene yeah they go and, and they it's... go to this italian restaurant because he's like i'm going to dinner it's this to this only i re- there cannot be only one four michelin star winning restaurant in chicago right yeah there can't uh, be um isn't it only aren't there only two michelin stars i think isn't it either one or two i don't know I thought you could win a. I think I thought you could like win as many as you'd like. As like you, it's a yeah. yearly award or I don't something. Know. I don't know. I yeah, watch I don't fun really know cooking either. shows. Anyway, <laughs> they um. So she's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna take you to the best Italian place in town, and they go to this very, very stereotypical Italian restaurant, and it's strange because they go in. And the owner is like, oh, well, we, we booked up. I got enough seats for you. Hold one second. I go and get this. And he goes and, like, ushers these four people out. And the whole time they just, <laughs> like, they, like, take off their coats. And she's like, oh, this is the best restaurant in town. Everyone, anyone can eat here. And it's like, except those four dudes that he yeah, just they, kicked yeah, they out. Just pushed out for a two-seater. I hated her in that. I hated her in that scene. And then, yeah, like well, you said. I, 
no, no, no. I think there is like a there's also a relationship thing with that restaurant because we we do find out that that restaurant does mean something to her and yeah. I can't remember what but something her about da- her dad her or something. dad's a her dad was a cop and her dad saved the restaurant from being robbed peacefully they really emphasize that it was peaceful um, um, and he didn't use force no force at all no he did not need to use a gun at all no 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 i it's i how even policing he, should be in the neighborhood i gave him a spicy meat of bola. uh they order a pizza that sounds like the grossest pizza on earth she's like, i know it's i forget what they call it it's a fun joke but she's like because it comes with everything and i like yeah, no they call it the like, buddha Oh, the they bo- call yes. it the Buddha because it's one with everything. And I was like, that sounds... Att- and they like take a bite yeah. and she's like, it's the best pizza ever. And I was like, not if it's got all the toppings of <laughs> like, like a six- meat lovers and a Hawaiian and also yeah. a margarita pizza. Like, It's a, a six star top. pizza from the, from the poster out front. Six stars. They love it. I, uh, the I, people can't get enough of that yeah. pizza. But I do like um, the scene, like you were talking about, where they, where he gives her advice, where he's like, "What does your partner like really know about you? Um, what does he love about you? What would he change about you?" I don't know if I necessarily agree or disagree with the message of like, if you're in love with someone, there's always something you would change about them. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I uh, yeah. I I mean like. It felt like it's maybe more about the fact of like, oh, if you're like in a loving enough relationship, someone should be able to like give you feedback on yourself and you don't like blow up at them or take it personally. Right. Like if you're like, there's one thing there's, there's one thing about being perfect. And then there's the other thing about being like afraid to criticize someone. Mm -hmm. I think that's like, that's the point that we're trying to drive home. Mm, Okay. But like, I like, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't really know like that didn't come that wasn't as clear as I just said it but yeah. they just kind of like the way you said it, it was perfect I was like oh yeah yeah that's that is a really like, well, in, like at the beginning parts of a relationship you're really hesitant to be like hey I don't love when you like could you not do that I don't love when you do that uh-huh. but if you're like in a really solid relationship a few years down the line you're more comfortable being like stop stop ordering like, hey, the everything can, pizza yeah I can, can we not go to the westerville grill for lunch <laughs> like that sort of thing <laughs> hey that's, that's an in joke by the oh, way that is a in joke uh anyway but okay before we <laughs> dox ourselves and and cause people to tune out uh who have no idea what we just I said i feel like we've doxed ourselves plenty in this podcast uh, okay yeah you're right you're right you're right uh anyway so uh, they have that really nice conversation. She is uh, has made it clear over the course of this time that Henry and her have been talking that she wants to have she wants a ring and she knows it's coming. Like the second uh, Brian comes home from this marine biology trip, a ring is going to be on her finger that night. She has a um, wedding dress already. Yeah, she has tried on this wedding dress on camera and it. She <laughs> and bought she, it. She bought the ding dang thing. Yeah. No, it's like, which like. Daniel, I I don't think we're giving this movie enough credit because, I mean, the movie turns, Mm -hmm. but I will say it does, it does, um, it does toy with expectations. I, I think the only issue is that, uh, I, I historically do not trust these writers. No. So I will never trust that they will do the right thing. So every Hallmark movie I watch as a suspense thriller. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because yeah. because i really don't know how they're going to screw up um 
So they, if I if I if I had that the capability to trust, I think I would have liked this movie more than I did. Are you are you up to date on Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. The character of Brian, because I think we can skip now to the big, like last two thirds of the movie, because throughout the yeah, rest of the movie, yeah, it's yeah. just like meat kind of not meat cutes because they've already met, but like these cute moments between her and the business guy and like all this yeah. stuff, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they, Brian gets home. He's a little weird when he gets back. Um, like he wants to go to dinner. She wants to go to this private dinner, like you said, so that uh, she can put a ring on it. And yeah. he is like, oh, I told my mother I'd go have dinner with her. You know how she is. And I was like, you, you should have told your girlfriend that. Yeah. But I can't blame him or the mother for being like, I just got back from like a three year boat trip. And my mother wants to have us over for dinner. It's not like he's not like, oh, you actually can't come. But this how they treat Brian when Brian is supposed to become the bad guy so that we can start rooting for her and the business guy reminded me of the woman in Falcon and the Winter Soldier who is leading the Flag Smashers. Carly. Yeah. Yeah. Where I was like, the first three episodes, I'm like, yeah, she's, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with her. Like, what she's talking about makes sense. And then halfway through the most recent episode, she just, or the most recent episode to us, we're recording this two weeks early for you all. But, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the series is yeah. almost over. BT comes. Episode <laughs> yeah. three. At the end of episode, episode three. three. At the, like, halfway through episode three, she just blows up a car that had people yeah. in it and blows up this building. And I was like, oh, so I'm not supposed to think she's a good guy anymore. But why did she do that? She just did it because right. the writers didn't want because we got three episodes left and the writers want to make it clear she's part of the problem. When throughout right. the rest of the show and the rest of the movie in this case, I'm like, I don't yeah, I don't hate Brian. Like he seems sweet. He seems nice. Yeah. I don't know. I, de I definitely agree with that. Do you want to talk about this this proposal scene with Brian? Because this is the this is the switch. Yeah, so like she so she is expecting the ring. He asks he he pops a question. <laughs> he says, "Hey, would you like to be on my boat for 2 years?" And she takes that as a as a a, a proposal and it's not and he makes it abundantly clear afterwards that it's not cuz she's putting out her hand expecting the ring and there's no ring coming and he's like i'm just conf i'm confused like you wanted me to propose to you like i'm not proposing to you like I, like not like we're not doing that and uh, and she is very hurt by this um and they break up in that scene don't they and to be fair she asks him she's like why do i love vintage clothing and we know she loves vintage clothing because she told the business boy when my mom died, my dad gave away all her clothes to a thrift store, so I buy all these vintage. She's wearing, she's dressed like Jackie Kennedy the whole fucking movie, which is honestly sick. It's rad. It's a it's a bold <laughs> I dig, fashion I dig it. Choice. I really dig it, and I, it's a yeah. very clear character. I'm gonna remember this character twenty five movies down the line because I was like, she's literally wearing the outfit that Jackie Kennedy was in the day Kennedy was shot. She's in the yeah. exact same outfit, but she's like, why do I love vintage clothing? And he's like, cause you're quirky, but we know it's because she buys vintage clothes, hoping to find a cloth, a piece of clothing that her father gave away of her mother's, which tragic, great backstory, 
awesome bit of character development. She's like, why do I like coming to this restaurant? And we know because her dad peacefully saved this restaurant. That's why she loves it. And he's like, I don't know, because they make good pizza, which is we know is a lie because they make the Buddha pizza, the worst pizza ever. And <laughs> they do make the mankind. Buddha pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's yeah. why they break up. To be fair, to be fair to the writers, it's not ridiculous. It's just that we didn't know. Like the character didn't know. We didn't know how much he actually didn't know about her. Yeah. But I and, also and this it didn't feel like it was out it, it was out of like a disrespect or a lack of trying. I get the feeling it just never came up or she never bothered to tell him, but then you can argue that he never bothered to ask. So then it's a whose fault is it in a relationship thing. Yeah, I think it's also like there's no way that they didn't go to that restaurant and she didn't tell that story with her dang father's picture on the mm, wall. That, you know? Oh yeah. That's the, yeah, the picture of her dad on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And there's no way that, um, peacefully standing there. He's very <laughs> peaceful when he stands there. He did it. There's his also gun. no, there's like no way that she wears all of these. Like I, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not buying that. She didn't say something, you know, cause like that she didn't explicitly, say like say like hey i'm do you know why i wear these clothes or he doesn't ask you know that's like there's no way there's no way Um, because i feel like he would have asked because she it's not like because it's not like a thing where she's like i wear glasses from the 70s or i wear a denim jacket from the 80s like she wears like 50s 60s 70s clothes the whole movie she's best friends with the thrift shop owner who sells her this vintage wedding dress that she's going to wear. There's no way that this hasn't come up because we know that he's been yeah. gone for like three years, but they've been dating for five years. So yeah, it's like her identity. Yeah. But they break up, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then she gets plastered. This is this was kind of crazy. She sings. What song does she sing? Oh, no, I forget. She oh. sings. Doesn't she sing that? Da, 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 da. I looked it up to make sure I was remembering the lyrics right. When did I watch this movie? Is that the right song I'm thinking of? Let me, um, God, I've been playing Dark Souls 3 this whole week, so all of my search <laughs> yeah. results are about Dark Souls 3. <laughs> it's good, though, right? Oh, it's rad. I'm, like, right at the end, I'm, like, buffing up to fight the, bl- uh, I got so close today to fighting the boss. Um... I um, can't remember what the ding dang thing was called. So she gets plastered and she sings karaoke. While you're looking that, I'll just try. Heart on. of Glass. She sings Heart of Glass. How does that go? By Blondie. Oh, I had a love. It was a guess. Oh, I just dun, sang dun, that. Dun, yeah, I was singing dun, that. Dun, 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 dun. It's such That's a weird melody, though, that I need the lyrics to understand it. Yeah, you yeah, were correct. Yeah. Um,. So she sings that song. She continues to drink. She um She has a glass of champagne. Start, yeah. <laughs> she, uh this is this is our first time that we're seeing like us like somebody sloppy in a yeah. Hallmark movie. You know? Like someone sloppy drunk. She gets she does that drunk thing that uh drunk people do when they have a crush on someone and she does like like the just the pointing at the chest like mm-hmm. ah, the pointing, yeah, is a, pointing at the chest is an excuse to touch them and also lean in close yeah. to them yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then like put all the time pointing at the chest you're and doing then, a marvelous uh, job recreating this i wish people could they, see it 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, she throws up, and then they go to the roof, and they have a little chat. Mm-hmm. They, uh, this is Emily and Henry. Then they fall asleep on the roof together underneath a sheet, and then they don't kiss, though, right? Nope. No, they they don't share they don't share oh, I don't think they share a romantic moment until I think they share like, an intimate moment, but I think he is being a good I wouldn't even say gentleman, just a good person. Yeah. And not like making a move or anything. Yeah. Um so they do like a quote unquote walk of shame. Um what's uh Emily goes back to work. Brian shows up at her work saying, I made a mistake. I'm going to propose to you now. Is this then? Yeah. Yeah, it's the next morning. Yeah, that's then. And then... The uh, other guy shows up and he's like, I love you too. Yes. Right? Is that right? Are we missing a... I feel like we're missing a scene because they do kiss at some point. Yeah, the hard part is like... The part that... um, I think they... Dang, I feel like I'm missing something. I, I do totally feel like I'm missing feel something. Like you, you did watch this sooner than uh, re- I more did recently watch this than, more I did. than you do. Hold on, Annika's telling me. Oh, they go to the basketball game. Oh, they kiss at the game. basketball game. Oh, Daniel, do you want to know why I forgot that? Because it's very forgettable. Because why? Why did they go to a basketball game? Well, he's like, let's go. I think it's a. It's a Bulls game, the Chicago Bulls, but it's, then it's like the Bulls high school team, the Chicago <laughs> high school team. <laughs> yeah. They go there before they go, and she sings Heart of Glass, and they kiss at the basketball game. And he's like, I go, I went to this high school, and, and this whole movie, this whole movie, she's being super classist, and she's like, oh, you're a super rich guy, huh? You saw it from the top floor of the nice hotel. I saw it on the ground, ground where the real people of Chicago live. Oh yeah, and then we find out that he is an orphan. He's a he came he's a, he was a poor or orphan boy. Which Daniel? Yes. This is a very important question. Oh, okay. If there is an orphan in the movie, yeah. Are those two dead spouses? Who interest I th- Is that two dead spouses? You can we... go to Annika. You can go to Annika on this. You can go to Annika on this. Okay. Annika, if we see an orphan in the movie, does that count as having two dead spouses? I think it has to be a character. Okay, that's what I was going to say. I think they need to be characters in the movie. Okay. Okay. I'll take I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Cuz then we'd say, well cuz then we'd say we don't see a parent or mention it. They're dead. Dead yeah, spouse. Yeah, that's true. I'm, you know. uh, pardon me if I am looking around. I love this panicked look on your face, waiting for the spider the to spi- come back. The spider. I'm just like t- I'm like scratching myself. I'm like, is that it? But yeah, they I'm kiss spider, at the man. they kiss at the basketball game. And then she sings "Heart of Glass." Then they fall asleep on the roof. Then the next morning, everybody shows up and wants to marry her because he yeah. wants to. The business dude wants to marry her. No, they want to go. He no, he doesn't want to marry her yet. Yet, because of the whole five date thing that he has, he also has this like five date oh, rule. God, yeah, which, yeah, we which forgot to cover that. Re- reasonable, I think it's weird. He yeah, wrote yeah, it yeah. Out, but a, a very, he's like, I go on five dates, and then if I don't think it's gonna go any further, I break up with him. And it's like, yeah, that's how dating yeah. works. And she's like, and she's pissed because it's like he he expects the women to fail, and then her her I think her thrift store friend is like, 
nah dog like that seems pretty normal that's how dating <laughs> yeah that's how dating should work so, if you don't feel it after so, five dates it's probably not yeah. gonna go anywhere sounds like dating just because you are uh just because you're Crazy. in a, a five-year marriage that and things aren't or yeah. five-year relationship and things aren't going the best like but she agrees to marry brian but like then goes to see brian after or not brian goes to see henry after that and a woman is at henry's door yeah and it was henry's ex and they those and emily and henry's ex meet and emily's like super confused and distraught and she's like maybe i did make the right decision but also like like fuck me <laughs> like i i was kind of hoping that that wouldn't have happened yeah. and then henry comes out and is like what are you doing here because he call, he call her name's Gretchen. He calls her like halfway through the movie after talking to Emily, and Emily's like, "Yeah, you should just don't work or play chess by yourself, nerd. You should eat ice cream and watch movies." And so he eats ice cream, and then he calls Gretchen, who he broke up with at the beginning of the movie. We didn't mention it because it's not important. But he's no. like, "I think you're under. I think I understand what you mean by like being in a relationship now." I'm sorry that I was such a jerk to you. He apologizes to her, which was classy move. Yeah. Not classy. Decent. Normal human yeah, being just be, just, just being a person. Being a human yeah. being. Not we being a bad person. But yeah, Gretchen shows up. It's all falls to shit. And then it's the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And this moves this moves super fast. And the movie's end comes so close. Doesn't yeah. it feel like all of these movies, Act 3s, are like five minutes long? Yes. So, uh, anyway. So Act 2 is forever. So they can't find a Santa, right? Yeah. Their Santa list, their Santa dropped out. And then she's like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of finding a Santa? I can't find a Santa. No, she's and like, then, I'm going on a boat. Bye. Like, I'm leaving Yeah, yeah, today. yeah. And then uh, Brian is at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Because it's really he's important on his, to Emily. He's on his laptop and distracted. And Emily's like, ugh. Like, you're on your laptop. You don't care about me. And then she breaks up with him. And then she's like, did you see the elephant balloon? And then he goes, I loved it. And then she goes, there was no elephant balloon. I did like that. (laughs) That was pretty funny. Um, So she breaks up with him. She finds out that he's an orphan. Finds out. Yeah. Finds out that he's an orphan. At the beginning of the movie, he was like, I watched the, I watched the parade from the top of this hotel room and she sees the hotel and she's like, Oh, Hey, who did, did, did this family live there? And the, the friendly, possibly a guardian angel guy at the front oh. desk is like is like no that's where they take the orphans up every year so they can watch it from from the high life and she's like an orphan of course <laughs> why didn't i think of this before why didn't i think he of did have that parents. sad look in his eyes this whole time he was distant um, yeah he was <laughs> he was distant but they um yeah, and then Santa comes across the comes across the corner, and it's Henry dressed up, and she jumps up on top of the float, gives him a little smooch, and that's it. And that's the movie. Yeah, uh, and that's the that's the first movie of this damn thing. I don't even have any connections because I have one connection, but we left out an okay. important. We left out because I'm still hung up on this relationship thing. Because this, I agree. I'm totally with you. I was Camp Henry, all the way. Until the yeah. very end. But uh-huh. she gets mad at him because he's on his laptop. But he tells Brian, her. Brian, you mean. Uh, Brian, Brian, excuse me. Brian. Because Brian tells her, he's like, 
She's like, why have you never come to the parade? He's like, you know I'm afraid of crowds, which checks out. He seems very socially awkward and not really yeah, like he knows I mean, how to around, around crowds. We also find out that she is afraid of boats. She spends the whole movie trying to get on the ferry and she's afraid of boats. So I was like, okay, you guys are both afraid of the other person's like main thing. I don't know why you get to be mad at him because he did show up. He came to your thing and he's coping how he needs to cope. Yeah, they're, I think they're just un- incompatible. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be Ryan fault. I think they both needed to come to the realization of like, we we just don't work together, I think. Yeah. And I think that was helpful. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, that is, a, that is a good point. But I did like them. I did like them at the beginning. Absolutely. My one connection, the very beginning of this movie, when, oh God, Henry checks into his hotel did you happen to catch the name of the hotel that he checked into oh no what is it it's the drake hotel so apparently hunter drake after reforming it all two years ago now all the way back in the santa suit bought a hotel in chicago wow daniel how's that how's that for it huh that is a snipe man this is like he i i i think i said in that episode uh that Hunter Drake was like the Tony Stark of the HCU. And yeah. like, we are like hella right. Okay. So apparently the Drake hotel is a very famous hotel in Chicago. No, <laughs> I just uh, we know. can, pre- we can pretend though. Well, we but that's, pretend. yeah, this real life this is the HCU. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. So I think it can still be a family thing. Oh yeah. This yes. was, it was founded. Yeah. It was built in 1916 by Tracy Drake and John Drake, Jun- John Drake, Jr. John Drake Jr. So they are they are the real life and ancestors of Hunter Drake of Hunter Toys. Damn. And he nice doesn't work. call it he doesn't call it Drake Toys because people would get confused with right. the Ding Dang Hotel. He calls it Hunter Toys. He calls it Hunter Toys to differentiate himself from his family's long history of other businesses, I guess. <laughs> well, that's a good nice job. Nice job, Daniel. I hate when I find the connections at the beginning of the movie because then it's like, oh, well, my work here is done. (laughs) Kick back, relax, and enjoy. Well, yeah, nice work. Uh, I think that's it. I think think that's it, right? Yeah. Well, I like this movie. I I, I didn't think it was that. No. No, I I understand your gripes, where your gripes were, but I do think this was a hearty kickoff to season three. But I could only have these gripes because I was so invested. Right, of course. And that's, that's I was always like, a good thing. All right, yeah, I'm having fun. It, it hooked you from the beginning All with right. the Chicago. Chicago. I wish every city had a song like it. <laughs> Trenton, um, New Jersey. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. If you have anything that you would like to share with us, we have a website. Mistletoe Secret. Dot com. You could also catch us on Twitter at HCU Secret on Twitter. And uh, you could also email us at mistletoesecret at gmail.com. Uh, super thanks to a Mr. Colin Robertson for making our music mm-hmm. that you hear at the beginning of the, of the episode. Please make sure to, if you're enjoying the show, please leave a review on iTunes. It is uh, stupidly helpful. It's dumb how helpful it is, how easy it is for you, and how helpful it is for us. Heck yeah. All right. Well, 
Daniel, I think that's it. Yeah, next week we're watching. Um, are we doing two movies next week or one? Um, it's confusing because for you all, it's going to be a week, and for us, it's going to be about three weeks. Yeah, we'll be watching two. We're watching two. We'll be watching Christmas Song and The Wishing Tree. I'm very afraid <laughs> for The Wishing Tree. Very good. Well, my name is Trey Plotnicki. My name is Daniel Kunkel. And I'm reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly. Thank you for listening.